Good evening, climbers. Patrick James here. You're about to get into episode number six of From the Bottom 2. A little bit different than the episodes you've been listening to before. I've decided to make some big changes, but you're going to have to listen to the whole episode to find out. It's pretty cool. As always, you can find me on Twitter at PJ Voiceworks and on my website, pjvoice.net. Here you go. Episode six, From the Bottom 2, Big Time Life Changes. Here we go. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to episode six of From the Bottom Two Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick James. Got a big episode for you today, a little bit different of a tone than we've been going for. I still have done my three things that I'm supposed to do. I've still been meditating, been very good. I actually have a milestone coming up. It's been almost 30 consecutive days with the Insight Timer. I believe my actual total is 35 consecutive days, but once I hit 30 consecutive days with the Insight Timer, I'm going to actually do an episode all about my experiences so far with meditation and what I experienced to come. Should be a lot of fun. You can expect that. Probably our next episode, episode seven, will be about that because as we are sitting right here, I'm up to 28 consecutive days with the Insight Timer. So in two days, I'll have 30 and then we'll talk about it. It'll be fun. What I want to talk about today is using that momentum we've built up so far with making those small changes and using them to make bigger wholesale life changes to improve our lives even further than the medium to small benefits we've been getting so far with our three a day, like mine with the water, the meditation, and the physical activity. So I'm going to touch on that a little further. This weekend, uh, I was hanging out with a good friend of mine on Saturday. We were just sitting around talking, you know, doing normal friend stuff, not really anything in particular. Mostly we go out, kick the soccer ball around and talk about whatever's going on in the world of sports. Right now, we're both really excited for the British Premier League to come back. We're kind of fiending. It's usually what we do in the weekends. In the morning, we'll go hang out somewhere and just talk and watch the games. It's a lot of fun. Uh, But about, I don't know, about an hour and a half, two hours in us hanging out, I just started to feel really super down. It's the kind of down I haven't really experienced since we started this podcast six weeks ago, or in the case, actually, the podcast that I started about two months ago. I let a couple of weeks pass without recording because I wanted to catch up. I'm recording this today, 7-11. This episode will be up today, 7-11. That's a first for the show. So this Saturday, I was hanging out with my friend, and I started to feel really down. I don't make a lot of money. I live at home with my parents. I'm 34 years old. Not ideal. Now, I haven't lived with my parents the whole time. I did spend a year in New Hampshire. I did live at college for a little bit. But for the most part, I've lived at home. And I'm not super proud of that, as you could well imagine, being a grown man. Living with your parents is kind of a... I guess, kick in the face. It's not even like a kick in the the cojones or anything like that. It's really a kick in the face when you sit down and you actually process it out. So I got really, really down and started to think, well, why am I so down? What is going on behind the scenes? Like I've been doing really good lately. My overall mood has been greatly increased since I started making these positive life changes. And it's because I I sat and I realized that these changes weren't creating the positive momentum that I wanted to. I, I guess it's more more or less that I'm just impatient. I wanted bigger changes, faster changes, more to come because I'm not young. I'm going to be turning 34 in October. I'd like to start having some of the things that define success, at least to me. I'd like to have a car that I don't have to worry about breaking my bank account. I want to have a family. I want to have my own place, uh, specifically a house to live in that I can hopefully have a garage 
maybe even a pool. That'd be great. But I'm not making the progress to these things like I, I would like to be. So I've been doing a lot of reading lately. As I have mentioned in a few previous podcasts, I've been reading books about meditation, about Buddhism. And I came across the work of Tim Ferriss, who is famous for his four-hour line of books, the four-hour work week, the four-hour diet, or I'm sorry, the four-hour body, and the four-hour, I want to say cooking, the four-hour chef, possibly, his newest one about learning how to become a chef in a set amount of times. I believe he took like a month to do it. Very cool stuff. But this guy's really interesting because he comes from upstate New York. Well, not upstate New York. He's actually from Long Island. He's in his late 30s now. He's 38 years old. Fair bit smarter than me. I will give him that. And that's one of the things I've been trying to do is learn from smarter people. But he went to Princeton, has dealt with severe depression throughout his life, and is now a multi-millionaire, billionaire even. I'm not really sure. I'm sure there's some way to look that up through Forbes or whatnot. I'm not 100% positive. All I know is this guy is pretty well known throughout the world now. He had his own TV show, hosts his own successful podcast. And I saw a lot of parallels between his story and mine. And the biggest difference between what he was doing and what I was doing was he didn't have the overwhelming fear to not do it. I will sit there and ruminate and think and research until the cows come home. But I have a lot of trouble pulling the trigger and moving forward and getting things done. So using all the guilt and shame and sadness that I'd built up over my life not being where it is, me not looking quite the way I want to, not my voice acting not taking off quite the way I wanted it to, I'm like, well, something's got to give. So I made and I'm in the process of making some wholesale changes to my life, not starting small. I've already started small. I And I'm very proud of myself for being able to not drink as much soda, to get more physical activity, to start meditation and not stop it after a couple of days. The 30-day milestone made me realize that I'm, I'm doing really well with that. And that's a lot more than I thought I was going to be able to do. Heck, even this podcast, this is six episodes. That's six weeks in a row of me putting up a show every single week. That's good for me. I haven't always had the motivation or the drive to do these things consistently, so Apparently, something's broke. I'm doing a much better job. A lot of it's knowing that there are people out there listening to me, a couple at least. I hope that that grows as we as we do this together. I've gotten over a couple of my fears. I started posting videos of myself online doing uh, periscopes, which I'll put another one up before I do the show uh, beginning, that were big fears for me because I don't find myself to be the most attractive of people. I don't I, I guess I'd say I have a face for radio. That's That was always the joke for people in the radio industry is like, oh, you're not on TV because you have a face for radio. I kind of took that to heart. So there's all these things working together that I've been trying to break down these barriers and get this this positive momentum going. So Saturday, total crapshoot. Not a great day. Felt miserable for most of the day. Started to snap out a bit a little bit at night, but it wasn't to the way where I wanted it to be. So I sat down Sunday, I I woke up, I took my fiance to work, I sat down and I decided this is what we're going to do. We're going to take today to research all the things you've been meaning to do that you haven't done yet. Things that you've heard about that you thought were interesting, things that you would like to do. And you're going to sit down, you're going to take a day to research them all. And starting Monday, you're doing it. It's kind of a big task. I, I have a pretty all over the place mind. So there are a lot of things that I'd like to do. So I broke it down into a couple of things that I thought would be most efficient to start with. And like we did with the three things, we're just going to keep adding on as we go forward. Now, tracking my progress is going to be a big thing, and I'm going to be doing that. I haven't 100% decided how. I know so far I'm using a scheduling program. Actually, it's just my my Google Calendar right on my phone, and I scheduled out all of my life. That includes waking up, 
going to work, coming home and doing the podcast, doing my other voice work, even things like I'm going to the Dave Matthews Band concert at Saratoga Performing Arts Center this weekend, that's on the schedule as well. So basically everything that I do that is not a minute by minute, obvious, that'd be a great big waste of my time, but the general big blocks of my time, two hours for this, one hour for this, half hour for this, are now all getting scheduled out. And the reason I did this is for the number one reason I wanted to start making a bigger change is I want to start working out. I've always had issues with working out. It's always been something I've had a really tough time getting motivated to do or keeping the motivation once I started. And now that I've got these habits that are going, I realize the only way it's ever going to happen for me is by jumping right in and just doing it. So... What I did was I went and researched all about working out, finding out what kinds of workouts are good for people who have not worked out. Because let's face it, I haven't worked out in probably five, six years. I think the last time, no, it might be even closer to 10 now. I think the last time I worked out was the last time I was considering playing baseball, which was when I was about 26 years old. So eight years ago was the last time I worked out. And that was with a friend of mine and my friend lost interest. So I lost interest. So I'm not relying on anybody else. I'm not relying on having to do it when my time could be altered. So instead of doing any of that, I have set my alarm a half hour earlier. I'm waking up a half hour early every day. And regardless of how I feel, regardless of what it is, I'm going to at least start. Now, if I'm hurt, obviously things might change, but I'm going to get up at 530 and at the very least take a walk, get the blood going, get the brain functioning a little bit better. Today was my first day doing it. Mission accomplished. I worked out. It <laughs> wasn't the proudest moment of my life. I, I found a quick 10-minute body weight workout, which is how I'm going to be starting before I bring in weights. I do plan on doing kettlebell exercises. As I get into that stuff, I will elaborate a little bit more. I don't want to bog this show down with just the minute details of what I'm doing, but I found a quick and easy body weight workout that I'm going to try to do alternating days between walking and possibly some other body. I did find some other body weight workouts that I may work into the fold as I start getting a little bit more in shape. Because let me tell you, tried to do this 10 minute, literally 10 minute, just push-ups, planks, crunches, leg lifts, easy. Well, you'd think would be easy, but when you're really out of shape, oh my Lord, was I tired this morning. It was, I was so tired this morning after my 10 minute workout that I went back to bed for an hour. I was wiped out, but that's a good start. I'm hoping tomorrow it'll be a little easier and it better be because I have a 12 hour workday at my nine to five job scheduled and lined right up, which is frustrating in its own right, but that's not for this, but it's going to be good. Like I, I feel even just today, just getting up, going out and doing it, just that little bit of positive momentum is, is good. So we're going to keep working on that. The other thing that I'm going to be doing is scheduling in times to do stuff like this, the podcast. Um, doing voice acting, doing editing. Hopefully other people work comes in and I'll be able to expand that time. But right now I've set aside an hour each and every day to work on work besides my regular work. So when I come home, I'm not immediately jumping on Facebook, jumping on ESPN.com, sitting there and just reading garbage to fill my mind up and fill my time up. No, I want to actually work and do something productive for at least an hour a day. Before, when I started doing the podcast, I do about two hours a week. Like one day, Monday, usually the day I record, I would get a lot of stuff done, but then I do nothing for the rest of the week. And I'd be like, wow, I'm bored. Well, Tim Ferriss says that the opposite of happiness is boredom because usually when you're happy, you're excited, not a hundred percent great parallel, but I get it. And I a hundred percent want to eliminate the boredom from my life. So 
scheduled everything out. Pretty big change. And that's something we're going to cover from, from here on out is what those changes are. Now with the workout, I have to track what I do every single day. I'm going to be keeping a log. I found a great program for anybody who wants to keep track of anything, thoughts, notes, ideas. I'm using this for my show notes right now. And that's a program called Evernote. You can sync up two devices for free to each other. So right now I have my phone and my desktop computer I do my recording on linked up so that anything I type, anything I think I can put into my phone, it'll show up on my computer and vice versa. I can clip out web articles. I can clip out YouTube. If you're undertaking something like this with me where you're going to be making wholesale changes, doing a lot of research, trying to keep your thoughts in order, oh my God, it's absolutely wonderful. I can't recommend it enough. And it's free. And as my eighth grade teacher, Mr. Backer told me, if it's free, it's for me. I'll give almost anything free a shot as long as it's not dangerous or painful or has a high likelihood of addiction. I understand that's how drug dealers get you hooked. That ain't going to happen to me. I can promise you that much. So another reason why I got into this, and I've mentioned it a couple times, is I want to talk to you a little bit about what I do besides this. I realize that I've been telling you guys stories, um, going through research that I've done, and you may not know a whole lot about just me. Well, Patrick James from upstate New York, I covered this all in the first episode, but I'm going to tell you a little bit more about the stuff I like. I love sports. I love music. I love cars. And I'm mostly a BMW Ferrari guy, you know, the kinds of cars that I can't afford on a $27,000 a year salary that I make right now. But one day, maybe one day, that's, that's one of those big pipe dream goals is to own a Ferrari. I'm a huge Los Angeles Dodgers fan. I'm a huge Los Angeles Rams fan. And I'm a huge fan of the British League soccer team, Arsenal. So I spend a lot of my time learning about watching, reading sports. I, If you follow my Twitter account, you'll see if there's a big sporting event, I'm probably watching it and tweeting it. I'm also a big fan of the Ultimate Fighting Championship. Part of that is because for five years, I did Taekwondo. I played baseball almost my entire life. And these all kind of tie in. That's where I got my obsession with sports from. All of the teams I like are the exact same teams my father likes, which I think is kind of funny. And I wouldn't say unique because I know that it seems to go one of two ways. Either you like all the same stuff your dad likes or you like nothing that he likes. It kind of depends on your relationship with him. As I've mentioned before, my relationship with my father is interesting and different, but I idolized him when I was a five-year-old. So I'm a loyal person. My teams are the same. The music I like, I'm mostly into classic rock. I grew up as a hip-hop kid in the late 90s, early 2000s. Like, Can't mess with Biggie, Red, Meth, Pac, love that stuff. Got into Pink Floyd my senior year of high school. Started expanding out from there. I was listening to, I think the first rock CDs I bought were The Wall, Hybrid Theory from Linkin Park, and Down With The Sickness from Disturbed. And I kind of went from there. When I worked on the classic rock station, I got really into classic rock, picked up a lot more Rush, Fleetwood Mac. Yes, I got to see Yes Live with my stepfather. That was a great show. And being a DJ and going to DJ school, I went to the new school of radio and television and got a degree in radio production, which is what led me to this point right now and what got me into the idea of what I really want to do with all of my time and skills and effort in the future. And and I'm starting this now is be a voice actor. If you go to my website, pjvoice.net, you'll see that not only is it related for this podcast, but it's also commercials and things that I do because I really enjoy that. I think there's a lot you can do in those 30-second little chunks of time to captivate people, and that's something I've always wanted to do. I used to do a lot of impersonations. Um, I can tell you one story. I got my cousin used to babysit us when I was a kid, and she would bring her friends over every so often. She was probably around 78 years older than me. 
And her friends would come over and some of them were kind of characterizations of people, I guess is the best way to put it. And I would just walk around and parrot them. Like if I found their voice interesting or if I found some part of the way they talked interesting, I would walk around and just mimic them. Got me threatened to be beat up a couple of times, but it did develop this whole thing of I like using my voice to do different things at my nine to five job. I'll walk around and and try to talk like Peter Griffin. Now, I'm going to practice a little bit more before I break it out for you guys, but that's kind of what I do as my fun. And I thought for a long time, like, well, that's pointless. Like, who cares if you can do a Peter Griffin impersonation? Who cares if you do a really crappy Donald Trump impersonation? It's not useful at all. Well, then you find out that the ability to move your voice up and down and talk in different ways in different styles can actually be pretty beneficial to what you're trying to do as far as getting into that scene. Now, I thought it would be good. I've been told by almost everybody that's ever listened to me, oh, you've got a great voice. You should be doing this. It's like, Haha, guess what I do? And the voices that I make do generally you know, get a laugh or a chuckle out of people. Maybe they're just being nice. I'm not sure, but I'm having a tough time breaking into the field. Now, I'm trying lots of different things. I've sent audio intros to much bigger podcasts than this, like the Tell Him Steve Dave one, fingers crossed, episode 300. You might hear my voice. I doubt it, but I really hope so. The Art of Charm podcast, I tried to send him an intro. I also do work on a what's called a pay-to-play site where I paid an entrance entrance fee and they have jobs that you can audition for. So far, I've auditioned for about a dozen jobs and I haven't heard anything back. So it's very tough. And I think part of that is what led me to have such a bad Saturday is because that wasn't going so well. I'm still very hopeful. I do believe I have the talent, but it's not just talent. Like anything in life, it's not just talent. When I was a young kid, I had dreams of being a major league baseball player. Obviously, that didn't pan out. Now, I'm not going to say it's not because I didn't have talent. I was throwing 88 miles an hour as a 16-year-old, like pretty crazy. I got hurt, obviously didn't help, but a lot of that was drive. I didn't stay in shape. I didn't live it. Like I live baseball as far as stats, numbers, talking about it, thinking about it, but I didn't li- I'm not a quote-unquote gym rat. I've never been somebody who wants to go work and put in the hours. Well, It's time to change that. I have big dreams, big goals. I've always had big dreams and big goals. It's time to make good on those. So what we're going to do from here on out is I'm going to keep you updated on the things that I'm doing to get to that goal. One of the things that we're going to be doing coming up very soon is going through Tim Ferriss's four-hour work week, and I'm going to try to do it step by step by step and see what I can get out of it, kind of experimenting to see what we can do to make our lives better because I'm finding that a big part of the depression and getting out of that depression is that my life isn't where I want it to be. I'm very hard on myself. I had mentioned in previous episodes that I'm very much a perfectionist. I'd like to use that perfectionism to actually achieve something. Instead of being afraid of things not working out, instead of being afraid to fail, which would just prevent you from starting. Well, I'm not going to do that anymore. You have to fail to get better. Think about it. The best major league baseball players are 330 hitters. Well, what's 330 as a fraction? Three over 10. You're 33 over 100. You're going to fail a lot more than you're going to succeed in this world. I believe the world's set up like that. So we're going to fail through these things and we're going to keep failing till hopefully some of those failures turn into successes and generate some of that positive momentum I've spoke of before to really try to make the best out of life. Got some great things coming up this week. I actually get to go see Jim Gaffigan live. I mentioned I get to go see the Dave Matthews Band live. Very excited for that. I'll talk a little bit about how my new outlook and the new schedule of life and the new guidelines I've more or less set for myself affect me in these situations as well. It'll be very interesting to see if other people notice because you know I'm talking to you, you right now 
a lot of you don't know me. A lot of you've never met me in person, but the people that I interact with on a day-to-day basis are going to be the ones who know it's like, hey, man, you, you've lost some weight. Oh, hey, man, you seem to be in a pretty good mood. What's up? Those are the kind of things I'm hoping to, to see when I'm out in the real world. So it's going to be really good. I'm very much looking forward to it. So that's going to do it for this episode. I know it's a little less on the research side, a little less of the storytelling, more of just a general update. I promise this is not going to become the norm. We are going to still go through those topics together. We're still going to talk about our three things, which by the way, still going good. As you can tell, I've, I've been doing more with the working out. I can't work out without water sitting right there as always. And my meditation, I'm very excited. We're going to hit that 30 day mark and we're going to talk about that next week, get a little bit more in depth into meditation. I do know a little bit more now. I've been doing a mix of guided and not guided meditation, seeing what works best for me. And hopefully it'll be able to help you guys get into meditation, which I think is very underrated. Like I understand why 10 years ago it was seen as such an alternate, like out there kind of counterculture thing. It really shouldn't be. It's, it's, I believe it's very powerful. I believe that it's been the catalyst for me deciding to make all these changes and and try to move my life forward to hopefully finally go from the bottom to the top. I'm no longer going to say I'm going to wherever it takes me. I really want to get to the top. And the only way I'm going to do that is if I stick to my schedule, if I get grounded and driven, get my head out of the what ifs and the maybes and and just get out there and do it. That's what we're going to start doing. We're going to start actually making the climb. As always, if you want to get a hold of me, you can email me at pjamesvoice at gmail.com. That's P-J-A-M-E-S-V-O-I-C-E at gmail.com. You can hit up my Twitter at PJVoiceWorks. I'm very active on Twitter, especially if you like sports. You know, I live tweeted most of UFC 200. I tweeted a little bit about the Euros and very sad day for Cristiano Ronaldo, even though he won really hard to watch him get hurt. I'd say I was glad there won, but I'm going to be honest. I was rooting for France and make sure that you hit me up on iTunes and Stitcher. If you like the show, if you're listening to this right now and you think that it's worthwhile and I hope you do. If you don't, please let, let me know. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Hit me up on pjamesvoice at gmail.com. But if you like it, go on Twitter, leave me a review, hit me up with a like, give it a good rating. That way it'll be more visible, more people will see it, and more people will get to listen and grow with us together. So that's it for tonight. Have a great week. I will talk to you next Monday. That's going to be July 18th. It's a full day off. Maybe I'll put together something special besides that meditation review for you. I do have a day off. Maybe I'll see if I can grab somebody to come talk with me as well. And as always, keep on climbing. Have a great week.